if you want to. We're Cubs fans helping Cubs fans at Stewart's Cubs Cave Parties. Everybody's in for giving back to those in Man, things look a little different around here, William. Yeah, they do. First of all, that was Danny Rocket, by the way. Danny Rocket on season one. He our, rocked it. Our good buddy. Yeah, everything's new as of today. We've got a new show name. Yes, we could talk about that. Go ahead. Tell them about that, William. Well, our new show name is Chicago Cubs Club 400 Podcast. And the reason for that is we wanted to associate the Chicago Cubs with our podcast. So when people are... Searching out there, they can find us a lot easier um, because only people in Club 400 really know what Club 400 is. Yeah, exactly. When I was looking for our podcast and I put Club 400 and it would come up, but I was like, man, if you only know what it was if you knew what Club 400 is. And let's face it, not everybody knows what Club 400 is. Only the sad Cub fans don't know what Club 400 <laughs> they is. They will know, though, right? Eventually. When we're done, they'll know. Exactly. For sure. What else is new? Well, um... There's beer in our studio now. There is beer. Right two, now, Bud Light gags, and Coors right? Light. Yeah. Bud Light and Coors Light. And we also have a working Jaeger machine. On tap. And we also have tap. tons of Cubs memorabilia. We're out of um, the radio station, which was kind of news here. Um, we just decided to go another route, and uh, now we can do what we want to do. And we are actually in Club 400 with our studio. This is the new home of our podcast. And it's going to be awesome down here. And like I told William, now we're going to incorporate some beers into our show. Like when we went to Route 47, I said, well, I shouldn't say Route 47, but when we went to Huntley Radio Station. It was real, for me, walking in there was like, was real cl clinical, you know? And now we get to bring Club 400 back to where it belongs right here at Club 400. So. And it's going to be a lot better. Not to mention the inspiration. I mean, you just look around. We have a picture of Anthony Rizzo staring at us. We've got uh, Addison Russell right here. I mean, looking every which way you turn your head, there's Cubs memorabilia. So this is like this is perfect. This and is the place to be for sure. And if you don't know, me and William, we recorded a bunch of shows. That this is the first time we recorded in a while. Because we are ready to go to the World Series. Unfortunately, we didn't wah, last long. <laughs> didn't happen. And now we have a new World Series champion. Congratulations to the Boston Red Sox. Yes, definitely. So this is our first show in a long time. So we're, we're, all, call, we're calling this season we're two. We're calling this season two. It's a, kind of a new start for us. And uh, we, we had a great season one. For those of you who might be new, because Chicago Cubs is in our name and you found us, the, the purpose of this show isn't to recap games or talk about uh, hot stove news or anything like that. There's a ton of people out there that do that already. This is really And just, could do it probably much better. Well, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. we could. This is just about people, though, right? This is about the fans. This, this is, is about, about you guys. Cub fans helping Cub fans, people helping people. Everybody has a story. We want to hear yours. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to bring Cub fan stories, not just Cub fan stories, but the community of the Cubs people together. 
And one of the reasons originally like we spoke about and long ago in episode one was, you know, with the events we've been doing here at Club 400, they're awesome and, and everything, but we need to expand our horizons a little bit. We need to get more people involved because I'll say it again, and I'll, you'll hear me say it down the line, but there is power in numbers. So we need to get more people together uh, so we can, you know, actually just fulfill what we want to do, which is, you know, fundraising for Cub fans and for Cubs-related charities. Yeah, and let's be honest, your uh, Club 400 is amazing, and it's an amazing experience if you have the opportunity to do it, but you can only hold a certain number of people here for your events. Yeah, and everybody has a certain amount of expendable income, and you know what? I know personally, and I'm sure it even has an effect on you, is I'm an expensive friend to have, all right? To hang out with me. I mean, my friends joke about it. In fact, I just heard about it this past Sunday. Is every time they come to my house, they have to spend a hundred and a quarter or whatever it is, you know? And they're like, oh, yeah, we heard you built this place for your buddies, Stu. And now every time I come over, I got to, you know, give you two and a quarter, you know? Right. <laughs> but Only uh, your buddies <laughs> would tell you that. Yeah, and they drink at least that. If not more, that's for sure. Hey, let's talk about some of the fundraising that you've done. You're up over three hundred thousand dollars at this point. Is that three hundred thousand dollars? Is exactly right. Um, and I was telling you earlier that uh, we're also uh, for our Christmas party. We're bringing our twentieth Chicago Cubs player out here, which is amazing. Now, most of those Cub players that have been hired, and that's not including Tom Ricketts. That's not including. Cub celebrities that we've had out here. Those are just players that put on the uniform. And um, through those 20 events, yeah, we raised over $300,000. And with the goal being quite simple, to raise $1 million out of this man cave, fan cave, whatever you want to call it, which is called Club 400. And let's, uh, let me ask you about a couple of the things that that money's gone towards. Right. Because it's actually gone toward... Um, Cub fans that you know of, you are friends with, but then also to the greater population. So yeah, I mean, some of them are what I really like, and uh, is when we're able to donate directly to Cub fans. Um, and and we have not always done that. Sometimes, like we, you know, when Anthony Rizzo comes out, we donated to his foundation. Uh, this year, when Kyle Schwarber came out, we donated to First Responders. But I still believe that we're in the infancy of Club Four Hundred. And when these guys come out here, I'm trying to like let them be aware of what our mission statement is, and that is to help Cub fans out. I want these guys eventually to come out here and, and with for no charge and help raise money for the most important aspect of the baseball game, which is forgotten about all the time, and that's you, the listener, that's you, the fan. Come out and help us raise money and give back to the community of fans. That is the goal. Uh, that's what we're working towards. And only time is going to get us there, and but that's the master plan for sure. Yeah, and that said, it does usually typically cost to have an athlete or somebody along those lines come out to your house. It's very rare. Well, the current that players will yeah, the, do it for nothing. They have to. Yeah, all these current players they have a lot of people in front of them, agents. Uh, they have autograph. You know, they have exclusive deals and arrangements with different people. So it's never easy dealing with the current players. Um, there's always there's always more to it than meets the eye. There's always more parties involved than just the player. And a lot of times, up until I'd say recently, you know, a lot of the times the players don't even know what they're walking into. Uh, you know, these things will be proposed to them, and that, what they want to know what the bottom line is. What am I getting? And what, what you know? Right. So, but 
But but it, but like in the case of Rizzo, his charity is Lurie's Children's Hospital for Pediatric Cancer. Is that correct? Well, that, he is pediatric cancer pediatric in general. Cancer. Yeah. Okay. But Lurie's he's, is his favorite place to give he's it to. He's associated yeah. with them. So typically the monies that he makes in events like this go toward correct his thing. It doesn't go in his pocket or anything like well, that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, hey, I'm going to tell you what. Anthony Rizzo is going to probably be the most charitable athlete in Chicago Cubs history. That's amazing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, not Chicago Cubs, but in Chicago, has a Chicago athlete forever. Yeah. But what I tell everybody is it's because of the support network that Chicago is. I mean, the fans go out there and they support, you know, his cause, which is pediatric cancer. I think sometimes, I honestly, the fans forgotten about it a little bit because he can have these events, but if you don't have the p- people donating the big money, right. then he's not going to ha- he's not taking that out of his Cubs paycheck to donate. But he is taking a lot of time and energy, and you know he does those hospital visits and everything like that. But what I'm trying to say is, is without the awesome Cub fans, like you know, we were talking about this earlier. You know, Chicago Cubs athletes—they probably have um, eight different charity events a year, and they have it seems to be one every month. Those things are pretty much sold out. And are packed up full of Cub fans. Yeah, and they're pretty expensive. Yeah, I mean the cheapest one I think is 150 bucks, but you can get up to three, four, five hundred dollars. But they fill them now. If you go to another city, let's say, let's just pick on poor Pittsburgh. You're lucky if you're going to throw two events that's going right. to be packed. Right. But Chicago is a great market, a passionate, uh, of, you know, fan base full of hardworking people that like to give back. And it's such, you know, if you're a player and you have a charity. This is, you know, one of the best cities to, to be able to raise money for it, for sure, you know. And and that's the thing. It's like the, the Cub fans are the best. We're just trying to um, basically, like, let's show everybody we're the best, you know. I mean, down the line, like, maybe, you know, we can expand and have other guys in other states, Pirates fans helping Pirates fans or <laughs> Cardinal fans helping Cardinal fans. But right now we're only dedicated to our Chicago Cub fans because that's what we are, William. But that's right. So in terms of uh, money's going to charities, too, we've also had, like, um, Schwarber was out here. His charity is Hometown Heroes, which is fire departments, police departments, that kind of thing. Yeah, any first responders, yeah. But you were able to uh, work with him as well and localize a lot of that. I know you had checks that went to the Lake in the Hills Fire Department and the Huntley. Right, uh, Fire Department, which is actually our fire department here at Club 400. And then we uh, donated $10,000 on 9-11 to uh, Schwarber's Charity for First Responders, which was pretty cool. We waited to donate that money until 9-11, and that, that was a nice nice day. It was like, you know, it's always it's always good to write checks. I like writing checks, you know. Um, that's the funnest part when we do these events is to, is to give back, is to, is to cut those things and see pe- people's lives be able to change. Not sometimes in a... You know, a lot of these p- people that we're raising money for, they have issues in their life, and they have problems, sometimes health, whatever else. But if we can ease some of the burden of, you know, all the other, with all the other stuff that ha- stuff has on it, then that's and that's the main thing. So, so we're as you mentioned earlier, we're going to try to expand Club Four Hundred through this radio show, and one of the things that I've been affected by are the people that are associated with Club Four Hundred, and like you said. These are some of the biggest fans around and some of the best stories ever. And so th- these are like the original target of who we want uh, as guests on our show are the fans. Like we're going to do a little recap here in a minute of season one. But our first guest was Carol Haddon, 
who is the longest running season ticket holder of the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> she'll be here at our Christmas party. Possibly, she yeah. is. Well, we'll have a battle between her and the pink hat guy, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Carol Haddon was the first person that I wanted to bring on the show because she is kind of a famous Cub fan, you know. And she's got great stories about it too. I mean, it was amazing to start off with that show. I mean, she talked about when she was a little girl going to Cubs games for free and all that, and then when she was a teacher and she brought her kids to Cubs games and all of that. So, just and great stories. That and that's what I'm have. saying. Everybody has a story. Like Jerry Pritikin, we had him on. He he was pretty interesting. You know, all these all these guys. You know, people always ask me like, since I have the man cave and I got doing the Club 400 thing, like, if I was the biggest Cub fan, that's one of the questions I've always got. Are you the biggest Cub fan ever? I'm like, no, I'm not the biggest Cub fan. I'm just the guy who did the man cave. But there's plenty of awesome Cub fans out there. Who, who I always say you can only love the Cubs so much. You know, you know, it's like. It's like you, you you got a mom and dad. You don't love one of them better. You love them. You just love them with your whole entire heart. And that's how I feel. There's just there's so many good Cub fans out there, and and there's Cub fans doing different things. There's other Cub fans that have different charities. We, we we're not picking any. We want everybody to come and get together. That's the whole thing. It's like we don't look at anybody as competitors. We, we we're in this for the the right, the right reasons, and that's the you know to give back to Chicago Cub fans. And to, to form a really large community to do so. One of the, uh, I want to bring up one more thing about your events and how we're going to try to tie that into the radio show here. One of the coolest things about this event and, and other events that we've gone to that players have and that kind of thing are the auctions and the memorabilia that you have. Some of them are incredibly, some of the pieces that are available to bid on and so forth are incredibly unique. You know, like you can't get them anywhere. Well, that's the key. Is that we have we usually have live auctions and silent auctions, and all the live auctions I try to make them one of a kind type object. You know, one of a type items I should say. And we've been luckily to you know form relationships with Noah Ramos from Barred Up and Bill Watts, who does this awesome signs and different various artists that we worked with, so that when we're having these events, you're bidding on something that no one else has. It's really and, unique. And so we haven't f quite figured out all the logistics yet, but we're going to try to bring our outside audience into that a little bit as well. They're, they'll be able to bid on some stuff from yes. afar, even if they're not able to make it here. Right. That way they both have an opportunity to get some very unique Cubs memorabilia, and they're helping to donate to the, the charity or the cause of whatever the, the evening is, is about. Yeah, there's some definitely changes you know we were making. Uh, which we, you know you have to as you get uh, keep doing these events. So you have to you have to keep getting better, and if you right. don't, then you're doing something wrong. But uh, yeah, as far as the yeah the auctions from this point on are gonna you won't have to be at the event if you're in Oklahoma. I'll say that because uh, there's a big contingency of Cub fans out there with Wes Jamison. But if you're in Oklahoma and you see something that you want to bid on and help out a cause, you're going to be able to do it now from Oklahoma. So That's we're awesome. making these uh, slight changes. Every year we try to improve. And if you were at any of our events this year, meaning the Kyle Schwarber or the Javi Baez, you'll, you would definitely notice an improvement, especially with our situation outside. Uh, our organization keeps getting better. Our volunteers keep you know raising the bar a little bit. And uh, all the people that we work with, um, you know, help make us successful it's not me it's not my mom it's not you know it takes a lot of people to do you these you events better, you better say your brother eric yeah <laughs> eric 
he's a big help and uh sometimes and uh no i mean all our vendors too you know let you know we our food people alfredo's pizza and pasta and um um our 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 one sponsor that we have. We're gonna start trying to get sponsorships for the events too. So we're also looking for a sponsorship for this podcast. We should tell everybody. That's right. Because now, um, you know, we do have some. There's some more equipment we'd like to get, uh, especially with for phone calls and so forth. But uh, we are looking for sponsorships, not only for our podcast, but for our events next year. So if you know anybody who's interested, you know, please let us know. And on another note, let's if you know any Cub fans. They have any awesome stories behind them. You can hit us up on our Facebook page. You can hit me up on my personal Facebook page or any of the Club 400 pages because at the end of the day, this show is about you guys. It's not about me and William. And if you have a, somebody who has a great story, we would like to know about it. That's right. Well, let's do a little recap of Season 1 as we start Season 2 here. And we have uh, we have some great guests um, lined up and some others on, on a... Uh, piece of paper that we wrote out one drunken evening where we talked about people we want to have on the show and and william realized that this show could go on for a very long time yes it could <laughs> no doubt about it but season one as we mentioned earlier we had carol Haddon on as one of our first guests right that was awesome um when you have events going forward um and we did it twice last year we actually have former players or current players that our guests that are actually now going to be on our show. We do a Q&A with them and play that as one of our shows. Last year we had Gary Matthews and Bob Dernier for right. one of the shows and Carl Edwards Jr. And if one. you missed the Carl Edwards Jr. party, maybe you should listen to the podcast. Oh, my goodness. He was you can't <laughs> maybe gauge the amount of fun we had that night, but I'm going to tell you one thing. It was awesome, and Carl Edwards Jr., it doesn't get any better than that guy right there. He was fantastic. What I a, mean, what an accessible just guy that puts his pants on the same way we do every day. You know, one leg at a time. Just awesome guy. So much fun. Stayed here. You know, yeah. Until we kicked him out. He stayed two two hours plus longer than he was supposed to. Not not supposed to, but all these guys have like limit. You know, it's three hour total. You know. Well, he had a game the next day. Yeah. So. And that was coming after 30, what, how many? 30, 30 days yeah. in a row. Yeah, 30 days in a row. 30 games in 30 so days. So we were worried he wasn't going to show up. But not only did he show up, he showed up, he sang, he danced, and uh, he, he friended people on Facebook, and he's playing video Played games video with games. Josh. Yeah. I mean, and I'll tell you what, that's exactly what, like, at the end of that night, I went to bed. I'm like, that's exactly what I want this to be. I want it to be unique. I want it to be something special. And uh, that night was special, you know, and Carl was great. And But, yeah, that's a good thing about Club 400 and Club 400 radios. We're going to have unique access to players uh, and, you know, people within the Cubs organization. So Now, you and I both have experienced this. Uh, you, you've had a lot of exposure to current Cub players and former Cub players just at the different events and things that you go to. So even at spring training and other places. So you're not necessarily always in awe of them when you see them, but it's still very cool to meet them and more hang out with them. You kind of, there's like the different stages of a relationship. First time you see an athlete you've never seen, you're like, holy crap. And right, then, right. Know, then, it, then it's like, oh, I just want to hang out and talk and ask you some questions. We had a guest on where we were both like, "Oh my gosh, how do we, how do we talk to this guy? He's somebody that you and I both have listened to on the radio for thirty years. 
He's a Chicago sports broadcasting legend, Mike North. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I, I guess it was like, if you're going to meet like um, uh, Michael Jordan and you're playing basketball with Michael Jordan and you had the skills of me and William and you're in the same court with him <laughs> right. and you're trying to play with him. Right. That's how I kind of thought like with Mike that. North. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, this is. I was just kind of watching him do his thing. Right. You know? And the best part about him is his story, you know, as he told us his story. He started out like selling hot dogs, you know, and he's just got the gift of gab. He was not trained or didn't go to school for what he does. He just is good at it, you know. Yeah, and he is good. The gift of gab, like, you know, I spent many, many uh, work days listening to him, and that was, uh, I'll, I'll never forget that day. That was awesome. It was unbelievable to hear that guy. To be in the same room doing what he does was great. Yeah, definitely. The Pink Cat guy, you mentioned him before. For those who don't know, if you've ever been to a Cubs game and you see a guy wearing a pink hat and usually like a green sweater or green shirt or sweater, something yeah. loud. He Jim Annixter. Jim Annixter wears this stuff. So originally started wearing it because his wife, uh, so he could prove to his wife who would see him on TV that he was actually at the game. She must be a real firecracker. <laughs> she must be. Maybe we should have her on as a guest. Yeah, Lisa's going to start making me wear like a... Yeah, pink tutu. Or something. <laughs> prove that I'm at the games, for crying out loud. But he, again, been to countless numbers of games, seen it all, you know, and great to get his his insight on, on what just a seen. Just a fun interview to hear about um, the, the history of how he got those seats and... What he does, he actually does money for charity, and you can actually get a pink hat if you want one through him. But yeah, it says the pink hat guy on there. And he's pink. he's a awesome. pseudo celebrity. He's right up there with the Florida man. That's right, Florida Marlins man who's still around like crazy. He was in Boston and he was in L.A. We have a local guy who's been to several Club 400 events, and now he's been a guest on Club 400 Radio. Used to be the Cubs PR director back in the '80s. Bye bye back. Yep, Bob's done a uh, three or four Q and As with us. Uh, he went on our bus trip last year, uh, told some stories on the bus. But yeah, he's the knowledge of Cubs information, especially in uh, from like in the eight from the basically the eighties. You know, he's the, he's the guy you want around for those parties. And the show we had him on was very timely, and um, actually we meant it to be very timely because it was right after the announcement that Vineline was going away. And Bob is actually the person who started Vineline with a couple other people in the marketing department. And yeah. And they he told us the story of how they got the name Vine Line, and uh, pretty sad. Next month, we'll be getting our last ever Vine Line, but I'm sure they'll replace it with something, maybe not something you'll receive in the mail, but maybe something digitally. Or we got the Cubs network coming up next year. So I'm sure there's a lot of things going on within the Cubs, but Absolutely. it's always going to suck not getting that, that uh, Vine Line in, in the mail. It's something I look forward to every month to get. You know, it's better than the Bills, you know. As we approach the holiday season, if you're looking for a stocking stuffer for somebody, you should check out the book called Cub Sessions. For sure. It's a great Christmas present. And I believe next, oh, I got to get this right. They're going to be down on November 4th in Wrigleyville. What's the Mexican place called? Oh, man. We'll get the details, and we'll post them on our Facebook page. But it's Randy and Becky. And Ronnie Wu will be there signing autographs. Yep, that's right. we so got to get Ronnie Wu on, on here. So, But Cub Sessions is a great book. So I think it's the 36 chapters or something like yeah. that. A Cub fan each chapter, all celebrity-type fans, the story of each of them, which the interesting part is 
It was a book that was written post-World Series, one of the few books written post-World Series, where you can actually hear the stories of your favorite Cubs celebrities, you know, where they were and what happened when they won, when the Cubs won Game 7 of the World Series. Yeah, so great book. you got to check that out for sure. Uh, another guy, I don't, would you call this guy a local hero, local celebrity, Alex Pankow? I would. I mean, I just saw him on the news the other day. It's unbelievable. We actually had him. On, well, I don't. I wouldn't say first because he's been around a long time doing his thing. But uh, yeah, he was just all over ABC, NBC, CBS for his next climb, where he's uh, raising money for ch- children at Lori's Children's, Children's Hospital. Hospital. Yeah. So let's. Yeah. We should probably explain who he is because he's not a. Well, these guys should have listened to the darn episode. I well, don't know what's going on. You know what? One of the reasons we're we're going over this is you can go back and listen to them anytime. You mentioned they're timeless that, episodes, they're timeless. guys. You so can listen to them at any time. I want time. you guys to hop in your car when you're bored and you don't want to listen to music and you want to hear some cool cub stories and you can you know yeah. start we binge, ta- binge listening. We all, us. B- we all binge watch Netflix stuff. Yeah, you know, and and you can binge listen to uh, to these stories and they're great one after another, but. But Alex uh, is a cancer survivor himself, and he's also a a mountain climber. It's just, yeah. When he described it and showed pictures to us when we met with him, it's it's like it's mind boggling. But what he does is he climbs like the biggest, largest mountains in the world, and then mounts a. Uh, I almost, said, w flag, yeah. I almost said Club 400 flag. We're, he should. We're working on yeah. him to do that. It's probably big sponsorship dollars for Alex. but Yeah, but he mounts a big uh, W flag up there and gets a photo with that right. on top of the biggest mountains. And that's all we're going to tell you about the show because that one's really, really good. And you got to listen to that for sure. You mentioned earlier Jerry Pritikin, who's the bleacher preacher. Yeah, back in the day. Jerry, yeah, he's got a lot of history behind him. If you look him up, if you Google him, you'll see plenty of pictures with him in the bleachers. And uh, an interesting guy with a lot of lot like you could have done an hour and a half episode with him easily for sure. And uh, yeah, he's just uh, he, he, you know, he's you know, he's eight. What was he? Eighty one, I believe he is. And I think so, uh, yeah. that's the kind of guys, you know, there's Cub fans out there that have passed away like Otto from the president of the Wild Bunch that we can. That we can never get on and capture their voice and their sounds of them and uh, some other some other Cub fans that I can think of that it just sucks they'll never be going to be on Club 400 Radio but we'll try to bring them to life by telling some old stories down the line but uh, and that's what we're trying to do we're trying like I I was telling William the other day personally you know you know of course we're not doing this not to be heard but at the end of the day it's kind of like. Uh, Building a collection of Cub fans and their stories. It's this is kind of like a hobby uh, for me, at least, um, to capture all these awesome Cub fans and their stories on tape. And uh, so it's fun. And at the end of the day, I believe the podcast will stand by itself, and it'll be something that you could listen to ten years from now and hear all these awesome stories. You know, absolutely. Our last guest of the season. Was Al Yellen, Al, which uh, yeah. uh, my good friend William lost the recording. He couldn't find it, and I told him to look in his sock you drawer, and he found it. You can't believe the stress I had trying to find it. And why I didn't, I didn't look in the sock drawer right away is beyond me. No, I looked ever, I looked high and low for that thing. And and, yeah, and you know what? Uh, if you don't know, Al Yellen runs the website Bleed, Bleed Cubby Blue, which I've been a big fan of for many, many years. I would say besides Cubs.com, it's for sure the number one Cubs information, you know, most information on there besides that Cubs.com that's out there. So check it out. Bleed Cubby Blue Al Yellen. He's been around a long time. He's a bleacher bum. Yeah. 
And then, you know, you said earlier about how when we recorded this show at the radio station, it felt clinical. Like Cubs.com is clinical. You know? Yes, right. It's, it it serves a purpose. You go in, you find out who's pitching tonight and who's on the injury report, and you know, like what events are happening, what time the gates open, you know, all those kinds of things. But it's very sort of factual. Right. It's what they want you to hear, basically. Right. You know, Al so. on this Bleed Cubby Blue, he weaves in his opinions on things that have happened. He used to a little bit more back in the day. Well, Don't tell you, yeah. <laughs> it was a little more. Not like he's got media credentials. No, no he, But he, it's he, definitely a more interesting read, I think. Oh, it's good. You know, and, things out and there. The, it's pretty quick. He up, you know, he, he goes to every Cub game for the most part, and then he goes home and writes an article, So and he posts it right away, so... Very timely information. Information you can't get any other places. So, uh, yeah, Al's a great guy. Um, so uh, we're, we were happy to have him on. So, again, if you've got any ideas or thoughts of somebody who would make a good guest on our show, for sure let us know. Sponsors. We're looking for a sponsor. Yeah. We have a bunch of people lined up for Season 2 yeah. and beyond. We've already recorded our first guest, which will be next week. And he's a member of the Club 400 community. And I would like to tell you guys, before we go off air, um, about what's coming up for Club 400. Of course, we have our Christmas party, which is sold out. So thanks for buying tickets for that. And then uh, starting in January, we're going to have our pre-convention party, which is something that I started a couple years ago, and it was a big hit. And uh, so we're going to start either the Wednesday or Thursday before the convention, have a little get-together over here at Club 400. And then we'll have our um, our second annual spring training party down in Mesa, Arizona, which was a huge hit last year. If you came out and partied with us, we had live music. Uh, we had JP cooking pizzas on the grill. We gave out a lot of beer, you a got lot a, of shots. You got a Club 400 tent. We had a Club 400 You're tent. branded down there. No, uh, we had Len Casper stop by the tent uh, and talk to us. Bob Dernier came by to sign some autographs. Um, so we're trying to do stuff like that. Maybe we can get CJ to stop by this year, but we are, we're located right next to the Sloan company. Um, and that's going to be a good time. We'll be out there at the end of February, first week of March. I believe it's the 28th through March 4th. Probably do a live show from there. Yeah, exactly. William, I don't know if he's got his flight booked, but he needs to get moving on that. And then after that, uh, we're combining forces for opening day in Texas with, uh, the Cub fans from Oklahoma, West Jamison, for a tailgate party. And that is opening days on a Thursday this year. That's going to be great. And then, you know what? I'm starting to work on our charity events for next year. We're going to have our baseball's back party here at Club 400, which is the first few weeks of baseball season. And then we'll roll right into our charity events for 2019. Working on those right now. We'll see what we come up with. So, but that's always the fun part is the working on it. Club 400 road trip, too. Yes, the Club 400 road trip, which will be at the end of May, and we are going to St. Louis. If you went on that last year, uh, you know how fun it was. If you didn't, you really missed out. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a nice short road trip to St. Louis. And, hey, we'll do two buses, but right now, if we just do one, that's fine. I have a friend from Boston who saw pictures and stories and stuff on facebook about it and he's like you got to reserve me two seats for that and I'm like, That's awesome. i'll tell you what it's unbelievable time and the history of it i'll tell you real quick is is when i was growing up basically we ran into a cub fan bunch called the wild bunch which me and you partied with this year in milwaukee they did a day trip to milwaukee but it was a 
craziest group of Cub fans that you've ever seen called the Wild Bunch. And one day we'll do an episode, and we'll bring back some old members from the Wild Bunch. I definitely want to do that for sure. Uh, but my mom always accuses me of the Wild Bunch turning me into a drinker. Mm. And uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but you know, we met these people when we were under 21, and they knew how to party. They might have taught me how to party a little bit, but what they do is they go on a road trip every year. And they would get a hospitality suite loaded up with booze and just party the whole weekend. And they used to get managers up there. I can remember Tom Treblehorn coming up and the first base coach or the third base coach. And it was just awesome. So the Wild Bunch kind of slowed down a little bit. They're still around, but they're not around like they used to be. So uh, I w- thought about maybe taking it over one day. And uh, it just never evolved, never happened. And it's, it's being run now by an awesome guy. Um, but... Uh, so I started the Club 400 thing, and now I said, hey, we'll do a Club 400 road trip, which is a complete – I try to copy the exact things we did with the Wild Bunch. So if you can make it, and if you're a Cubs fan, you're going to meet a lot of new friends, and you're going to have a great time. So come out to our Wild Bunch Club 400 road trip to St. Louis this year. And, you know, we have to have, on as a guest, your mom. Yeah. She's our biggest critic. <laughs> she is. And she – by the way, she um, – would she text you or call you? She called me in the middle of the night. She called and was mad because William swore on Club 400 no, I, radio. I believe that wasn't me. I think that was you. And <laughs> um, she forwarded the Danny Rocket episode to a friend of hers who was a nun without listening to it. Mm. So I guess the nun heard it and said, all they talked about was drinking. And I heard the word piss. And, and my mom was like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe you. What what have you done to me? I'm so proud of your <laughs> podcast, and you, I sent it off without listening to it. <laughs> what and have you done Danny to Rocket, me? he sounds like he's a drunk, and I'm like, I love Danny Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, Danny Rocket, you got us in trouble, buddy. Yeah, that's all right though. But you got to listen to the show that Danny Rocket was on as well. Oh yeah, he great. plays some music, and he always plays music. Danny Rocket's a great member of Club 400. He's uh, got his podcast out there called San Ranto Podcast. And I'll tell you what, if you could check it out, edit to your pod. They, they record a lot, and uh, they're, they're, fu- they're a fun listen. They really are. And, um, yeah, what else we got, William? I think we've covered most everything. We just have a bunch of really good upcoming shows. We roll them out on Sunday nights typically, so be ready for them. But like you said earlier, they're timeless. You can get them and listen to them anytime you want. You can find them on uh Pretty soon on the Club 400 site, as well as the Podbean site, Club 400 Radio, yeah. um, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, pretty much anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And now, like for the that. people who don't listen to podcasts, they want to find us, they can go to www.club400cubs.com. There's going to be a new Club 400 Radio section on there that you can simply just stream it through your laptop or your PC at home. Just click and run. Yeah, and for those who might be a little bit scared, we'll have part of our, one of our next episodes telling people how to specifically get to podcasts. But the beauty about podcasts is if you go on to, let's say, iTunes or Spotify, those are two big ones, and you all you do is look, put in the search bar Club 400 Radio, um, then you can hit uh, the button that says, um, <laughs> totally lost it. 
uh, subscribe. Right. And then the they episodes are pushed to you. To you. Right. Yeah. So next time you go, ne- as soon as we load one up, it just goes into your uh, category of, of podcasts. So you can have ours. You can listen to something else as well and get podcasts fed to you. And it's you know, like you said, if you're on a road trip or you take the train to work or something like that, or even a lot of people listen when they're working out. Um, not you and I necessarily when we're working yeah, out. But yeah. <laughs> we won't talk but, about that. But uh, as we get ready to go to lunch. Yeah, but you, um, you, you, it's super easy then. Once you have them, you can just go on there, listen to them at any time. You can listen to part of one, go back to it. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, happy Halloween. What are you going to dress for Halloween this year, William? Are you dressing up for Halloween? I am. I haven't thought about it. I don't no. have much time to think about it, but uh, I'm not sure. How about you? Um, no. 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 I'm going to – I don't know. I'm just – I don't have time for it. Do you give the candy out at the door or do you walk around the neighborhood? I'm usually out with Lauren. Yeah. We're usually in Eric's neighborhood. I, I, got, I need to, like, have someone here to you – know, that's the Club 400 house. They're not giving out candy. I'm sure that's probably yeah. what – you know, but we usually go to Eric's house and trick-or-treat over there. Nice. But um, – but all right, guys, so um, we're looking forward to seeing those who have purchased tickets for the Miguel Montero We Are Good Party on, was it November 17th? And um, listen to our next show, which will be back on our regular guest uh, portion of the show. Where Should we tell them who the guest is? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Bo Thompson. Bo Thompson, and he's got a project called One Million Cards. And... Um, we're going to talk about baseball cards. We're going to talk about him a little bit. It'll be really fun. So tune in next week. And then we got to get our boy John Vincent on. We That's are. next. we got to get that rolling. And uh, we got a lot of good stuff coming up for you guys. So uh, keep listening. Uh, send your thoughts, comments. Um, if you don't like us, let us know that, too. We, we can take uh, we can take any, any kind of compliments or uh, rips. Yes, we can. The rips are funner to hear, actually. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, thank you for listening tonight, and we'll be with you soon. Bring on the offseason, baby. The offseason's fun, and we'll see what the Cubs do. I can't wait. Much more than this, I did my